The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed in the following program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Good afternoon. Step inside the sensual world of sex with Jaya. This hour will bring you sex education like you've never heard before. It's uncensored. No holes barred advice to increase your sexual knowledge and performance. Now, here's your host, Jaya. I'm ready for sex with Jaya. Oral style today. How about that, D-Love? Hey, we got to take it everywhere we can get it. (laughs) I know these days I'm like totally missing oral sex. Yeah. I sometimes just crave it. (laughs) Wow, okay. That's good to know. (laughs) Let's meet up in about an hour. Okay. It's it's a huge turn-on for me to give it. This can be our foreplay. We'll have oral sex after the show. I love that. Okay, good. So today we have a very special guest on the show, and we're just going to get right down to it with our mouths, our tongues, our hearts, because, you know, what would oral sex be without our hearts? Welcome, Nina Harley, to our show today. what would be without our tongues and mouths. Our tongues and mouths, for sure. I'm really hungry. <laughs> uh, what are you hungry for, Nina? Um, I'm hungry to share information with people who want to hear about sex. Yes, and we have lots of them out there listening. So, uh, Nina, at first, you know, I just want to know about you. And, um, you know, I, I heard the term from Joseph Kramer, who said that some of us are born erotically gifted. And I was reading your bio, and you said from the moment you saw your first erotic film, you were transfixed. I was. I uh, got 17 and a half, and I'd been reading written porn for about three years. I discovered it when I was babysitting um, this swinging 70s couple with a waterbed with a padded frame and a full-length mirror next to it, nudge, nudge, wink, wink. And um, I discovered they had a lovely adult library next to the bed. Um, and digging that a lot. It was also the era of uh, the joy of sex, everything you wanted to know about sex but were afraid to ask, sensuous man, sensuous woman. It was the 70s, and uh, these books were all very sex positive, just letting you know that you had the right, you females had the right to a, a sex life, and it was the burgeoning of the women's liberation movement, which was, um, touting the concept that women should take responsibility for their pleasure, that they should know how to get themselves off, that they uh, that their bodies were beautiful and strong, and this was the era of consciousness raising and women getting together in groups and taking mirrors and looking at their vulvas and talking about that. And Thank the era God for of Betty Dodson, huh? Yes, Betty Dodson, all hail, all hail the Queen Mother of our happy sex lives. Um, and this was, you know, right after uh, Roe v. Wade became legal, became the law of the land. So women really were seriously understanding that physical autonomy and control over their bodies um, for birth control and pregnancy and childbirth and, and sex were, was fundamentally important to equality between the sexes. Um, 
Awesome. And all it made perfect sense to me, even though I was a virgin. I didn't do much in high school. And then I snuck into a movie, but I knew from reading books at an early age that I was a bisexual person and a exhibitionist. Oh, that's me. And a voy- oh, French, voyeur. Oh, that was me, too. So I grew up before I actually did anything, understanding labels that applied to me, that I was a bisexual person, I was exhibitionistic, I was voyeuristic. They didn't have the word polyamory then, or I would have realized that that was me as well. So I did struggle for years with attempting to conform to the norm of you know, one lover at a time, but I never wanted one lover at a time. I never dreamt of him. I always dreamt of them. Mm. Um, and even before I'd even read porn, um, when I was a young teenager, the idea of a room full of naked people, that sounds really great. <laughs> um, and, you know, We've been in a couple later, of those rooms. Right? Like, yeah, great. That. Room full of naked people are great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I agree with you. I like rooms full of naked people. I like watching, I like doing, I like helping, I like watching, I like doing, I like helping. You know, I just, I love, I love a big enough orgy that when you get much more than ten people at a party, there's always some people doing something in the middle of the room, some people taking a break, and some people sitting around watching. It's a lovely feedback loop. I really like that a lot. So, yeah, you have such an interesting history with your, you know, your, you talk about Zen Buddhism and Berkeley and, um, you know, being in an open relationship and also that you've done 650 films. Give or take. Wow. I'm probably, I'm probably pushing 700 now, but that's all good. But over 25 years, that's actually not that many. Wow. If you think about it. Remember when I say, you know, do a film, it's a day of my time. So it's really only like 700 days out of my life making making movies. So it's not it's not that much um, over over twenty five years. Um, but it uh, it's certainly been a great ride and I I like it still. And I'm well suited for sex work and not everybody is. I like making movies. I like being a sex educator. Um, and I'm lucky enough now that my home life accurately reflects my public persona. The threesome marriage for all those years We'll just say that it wasn't always as advertised. Mm. <laughs> it wasn't always as happy and wonderful and harmonious and and supportive and all that. Um, I was living I was living a theory, but my real life did not live up to my theoretical life, mm. <laughs> as is so often the case. Yeah, we I were just on the Tyra Banks show, and they labeled me as the woman with two husbands. Oh yeah, well, hey. <laughs> what kind of pressure did she, was she like, did she actually speak to you personally? No, not so much. On the, yeah. Were you in the audience or on the stage? We were on the stage. Yeah. Oh, wow. Right yeah, yeah, yeah. They, had, they had my other half uh, hidden in the audience. So. Yeah. Well. And the, the, the audience actually guessed us as the swingers. Oh, interesting. And did you mention that you were a mother, or did that just kind of yeah, people out? Yeah, yeah, we did. And so oh, my that, God, you know, oh, that my God, the child. Oh, my God, the child. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> it's like, um, so, I don't normally bring my child into my bedroom, but thank you for caring. <laughs> you know, I, 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 I don't doubt that you automatically assume to be some form of unfit mother. Right. That was one of the questions from the audience. That was one of the few that was taken about uh, don't we worry about our child, the influence on our child. Right. Yeah. About having happy parents. Right. Yeah. It's so bad for a child to have happy, fulfilled parents, you know. It really it just does damage to them. Yeah, and multiple adult uh, influence of, you know, communicative, sensitive people. That's awful yeah. for a child. Absolutely, absolutely. Who are working hard and being open and heartfelt and honest and... Um, 
looking for the word, and the word is okay. Honest, <laughs> nurturing. You know, we're really nurturing about um, integrity, and parents have to have yes, integrity. Yes, authenticity and integrity is very important in our relationships. Right, but it's damaging the children to have authentic, integral parents. You know. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I want to get on to education now. Um, You've made a lot of educational stuff for Adam and Eve, and I just have to take a moment because this is Adam and Eve's first show uh, as my sponsor for the show. So, um, oh, nice. Yes, adamandeve.com, everyone. And um, you've done some educational erotic no stuff. And. It's adamandeve.com. Adamandeve.com. Yes. And um, you, you moved into sex education. So what made you decide to start teaching erotic arts? Well, um, I started off um, in my in my search. Uh, I was going to be a midwife because I really wanted to help women. Again, I'm from, I'm from that age group, and so uh, part of the early feminist movement not just was about sexual autonomy, of course, but it was taking back childbirth as a uh, presumed disease process needing to be managed by doctors to a natural process that can be managed by the woman, her partner, and um, sensitive health care providers, a midwife, and I really wanted to be a midwife. I, I, I really am fascinated by childbirth and pregnancy, and I really wanted to be someone who could help women have a fulfilling birth experience because I knew that it starts off everybody's life a lot better, especially the babies. And I, then I also discovered that I was a bisexual, exhibitionistic, voyeuristic, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and so I went to nursing school so I could become a nurse midwife, but things conspired. Um, I was considered pretty enough to be paid to be a stripper, as well as I discovered that my exhibitionism was dialed up to industrial strength. So the idea, oh, a camera, yeah, that makes sense to me. So <laughs> I, I have ideas about sex, and I, I realized that porn, would, would, for me, was a perfect combination of a lot of things. It was access to um, sex without having to be in a relationship. It was a platform um, from which to disseminate my ideas about sexuality and feminism in women, and it was a darn heck lot of fun <laughs> for me personally. So I started doing porn in my uh, junior year of, of college, and by the time I graduated, I realized I just I wanted to do the edu- the entertainment thing full time. But I also knew that it was stealth education. Um, and I knew that people wouldn't be watching me, and so I always tried to role model positive sexual behavior on camera, um, especially um, as it came to to sex. And I knew that there would be people watching who just looked at the ass, oh, well, great ass, and then there would be people whose frequency was the same as mine and who would get the subtlety of it. And sure enough, the letters I get from people were half, well, you have the best blank ever, and the other half, wow, you really seem to like what you're doing. And I recognized early on that that was really important to a lot of the viewers that the woman liked what she was doing. So I learned early on that the feminine, the so-called feminist, you know, take on men's porn viewing habits were wrong. The men did notice women as individuals. And it's an education for them. I mean, there's a lot of educating going on. It was stealth education without it being overtly educational. And then Adam and Eve in 1994 approached me with the idea of doing a sex education series, and it was definitely a meeting of happy minds. It was was perfect. So my 38 titles now are very specifically educational in intent, although they are explicit, and they do work as porn and as education. Great. And the one I'm most proud of, actually, besides the 
guide to multiple orgasms is guide to great sex during pregnancy. During pregnancy, I saw that. Yeah, when I was pregnant, I saw your <laughs> guide to so pregnancy. How, so, so how did it, how how was it for you? Uh, you know, it's really it's really great to celebrate your sexuality while you're pregnant. I found it one of the more high erotic times of my life, and we also had a midwife and I had an orgasmic birth. So, you know, yeah, I'm in love oh with God, you even so more Nina now that. that I know. Um because uh, I this was at a wedding in West Virginia, which is my niece got married. She was uh, uh, del- she wanted to be delivered at home, but mom ended up having to go to the hospital. But they took the midwife with, and there were um, five mothers yep. at this wedding. We're going wedding. to a break. We'll be back uh, with more Nina Hartley. Okay. Ask the experts. Call toll-free right now, 1-866-472-5787. Hello? And ask our all-star team to answer your questions. That's 1-866-472-5787. Thank you for calling. VoiceAmerica.com. Welcome to Red Hot Touch. Jaya will be your guide into erotic education like you've never seen before. From her award-winning, best-selling Erotic Touch series, you'll learn touch techniques that will have your lovers writhing in pleasure and more than willing to return the favor. Jaya reveals her secrets for creating unforgettable sensual experiences. Learn over 100 techniques with the complete course. That includes erogenous zones, erotic massage for sexual positions, and more. Visit RedHotTouch.com to order or download instantly. Fellas, are you looking to spice things up in the bedroom? Been fantasizing about surprising your lover with an adventurous new toy or adult movie? Well, here's an offer that you won't be able to resist. Go to adamandeve.com, and for a limited time only, you'll get 50% off just about any item. But that's not all. Oh, no, when you select one item at 50% off, you'll also receive three free adult DVDs for a little inspiration, plus a free extra gift so sensual we can't mention it on the radio. And to top it all off, we'll even throw in free shipping on your entire order. And no, we're not teasing. So check out adamandeve.com today for this special offer. Get 50% off one item when you type Jaya for the offer code upon checkout. When you do, you'll get three free DVDs, a free extra gift, and free shipping. Just use offer code J-A-I-Y-A at adamandeve.com. The Sports Mavericks show redefines the elite athlete by bridging the gap between parents, athletes, and the community. Host Ida Moye, a.k.a. the Oprah of Sports, brings to the Voice America Network original programming, balancing the pursuit of academic excellence and sports participation. The Sports Mavericks show airs every Tuesday evening at 5 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Listeners will be engaged in straightforward talk, spontaneous and unscripted by the experts. Ida and her guests will explore the challenges of success and failure in sports and will help athletes and their parents navigate the transition from high school, college, and then on to the pros. We put fun back into sports and recognize role models in sports through our Sports Mavericks All-Star Award Program. Tune in Tuesday evenings at 5 p.m. Pacific Standard Time with Ida Mouye and the Sports Mavericks Show right here on The Voice. America Sports Channel. 
stimulating talk. It gets those synapses in the brain inspired really fast. All the time. The number one Internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. tuned in to sex with jaya to ask the burning questions you've always wanted to ask or share a tip or comment of your own please call 1-866-472-5788 that's 1-866-472-5788 feeling shy send an email to jaya at missjaya.com that's j-a-i-y-a at missjaya.com now back to sex with jaya you're back. And Nina, you were telling us a story about birth and your uh, wedding you were just at. So I'd love to hear the end of that story. So, yes, I was in West Virginia, and these were all uh, early 30-something uh, people. Uh, my uh, So they're all just educated, aware, back-to-the-farm-type folks. Um, nice combination of modern, you know, plugged into the Internet, but... but Farm type back to earthers. It's pretty pretty great. And so one of the women there was a, was um, had a three month old baby, totally a darling. And he she talked about her home water birth and that she had um, two orgasms during uh, during the third stage, during the pushing stage, when wow. the baby passed over her um, her urethral sponge, was pressing it against her. Um, her pubic bone. Now it wasn't like a pleasure orgasm that she wasn't crying out in ecstasy, but she had the shudders and the she just clearly had a climax, which I thought was amazing, and I, I'm so glad you said that because I've heard of other women having that experience as well and being, of course, too ashamed and embarrassed to admit it right. uh, because people don't like to don't like to think about the connection between, you know, sexuality and childbirth, mm-hmm. um, but she has not yet had an orgasm from breastfeeding, wow. which other women have reported uh, in, uh, over time, Right. Um, right. and her baby's still, three, her baby's only three months, so, you know, um, it's completely breastfed. Yet, there's no solid food. But so she hasn't she hasn't had that yet. But uh, it was just really great, you know. I mean, obviously, don't want we want to talk about sex and not babies. But they are they are related. <laughs> yep, they are all a product of sex. <laughs> and my joke, my joke my joke is you know I, I started off to be a midwife. I ended up being a porn performer, and I. But it's the other end of the cow, so to speak. Um, <laughs> and uh, but it's really equally important. And many women um, report great. Surges in sexual energy during pregnancy. Um, Hypatia Lee used to have spontaneous orgasms waiting for her husband to undress to make love with her um, while she was pregnant. And uh, so it's just, it's hormones are amazing things. <laughs> yes, they are. <laughs> so today we're talking all about advanced oral sex. And oh, okay. this month is kink month on Sex with Jaya. And so I'd love you know, to know, I'd love to hear about one of your kinkiest oral sex scenes that you've ever done. Mm. Well, the kinkiest oral sex I do, quite frankly, involves oral sex on someone who is restrained. Um, I don't play around with, uh, you know, honey or ice cubes or hot water or pop rocks or peppermint. Candies or anything like that. I'm I'm a I'm an old fashioned. I guess I'm a, a, a traditionalist. Just a mouth and a pair of genitals, and I'm good to go. <laughs> so, um, so it can kinky you for that, but it'd be involved a person who is restrained, and then of course the tease and denial and bringing them to the brink of orgasm and not letting them go over evil, evil. And that's about as kinky as my oral sex gets. I gotta I gotta tell you, I'm um, absent. You know, group sex. Situation. With some people, that's really really kinky. It is. It means you have restraint. Restraint is um, is 
a you know moderate bondage is one of people's primary kinks um, after spanking, um, the playing with, with restraint. Um, and it's nice because if you have, if the restraint is done properly, it's fun to, to strain against the the um, the bondage and to, to work the energy and tension through your body. So combining breath with tension um, can do amazing things with the orgasmic energy. But uh, other than that, you know, I, I don't. Uh, I don't. I don't play around with food and oral sex. I don't play around with anything like that. I'm not much with temperatures. I mean, ice cubes. Meh. It might. You know, some people just really dig ice cubes, and they should have at it with the ice cubes. Eh. For me, eh. Well, well, D Love loves loves you right now. Who does? D Love. D Love me. Oh, I love so, you, boo boo. He, he loves being bound. Oh, it's the restraint thing. Nice. Yay. It is something really, something really hot about that. Um, no question about it. Um, and uh, and I hope he gets to play with people who like to tie him up. Yep. Yay. Yeah. I I once wrapped him up in saran wrap. That was fun. Oh, that's oh that's that's hot in more ways than one. Hot. That's your bondage because you make enough layers, you really cannot easily get out. No. No. It's quite. It's quite effective. If you've been watching Dexter, you realize how effective it is. <laughs> and so, you know, one of my questions is what makes oral sex go from, you know, that just good oral sex to that transcendent, you know, we in, you you come from some Zen Buddhist background and and know about that Zen state, but what can take oral sex just from good to let that completely out-of-the-world, transcendent space? Um, for me, the most important uh, as, most important element to transcendent oral sex is the intention and presence of both partners. Um, you can certainly give oral sex, and it can be very pedestrian and not fun at all. It can be an, an exercise, an exercise in, in, you know, putting a mouth on something. But with intention, you know, we, we make love with friction and intention. So for me, um, I love I love genitals as a concept, and I take my love of genitals as a concept and apply all of that love and affection to the set in front of me at the at the moment. So every vulva is is world vulva, and every penis is world penis. And this penis in front of me is the embodiment of all the penises in the, all the world. And I get to show my appreciation and admiration for penises as a concept to the living one right in front of me. And I do the same thing for when I have obviously a woman in front of me. So it's the intention of the doer that is very important. And then, of course, how well can the receiver get into that space? Some people receive pleasure better than other people. Some people can withstand pleasure better than other people. And some people can use pleasure to surf into transcendent states of mind better than other people. Um, so it makes it really transcendent intention intention on the part of the uh, doer and as well as of, as of the receiver. Uh, and that is the number one thing that needs to happen. So I love that image that you give of all the penises, you know, one penis that you're, you're giving oral sex mm-hmm. to being all the penises. So I want every guy out there right now to imagine, you know, you're receiving from someone who's imagining your cock is all the cocks in the world. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
every time. <laughs> it's been working. I've been having, I've been making, I've been having sex since 1977, and I came across this. I'm not religious, and I have a hard time with worshiping or worshipfulness. It's like e, but the only time I can really get into worshipful mode is when I'm doing oral sex. Um, so, you know, genitals make a great altar. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Um, I love that quote. Because, My well, genital is the well, altar it, upon which... <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. Because, well, you think about it, the sexual response cycle is really quite an amazing thing, that feedback between the genitals and the limbic, the midbrain, the limbic system of the brain. And pleasure is an altered state of consciousness. Um, pleasure you know, drops boundaries and lets you astral travel and, and even if you're not into Tantra, so to speak, being present during sex is really, really important, even if you don't make it a religion right. necessarily. Um, and it's hard for people to stay in their bodies. It's hard for people to give, show themselves the care and respond, a regard that they need. And pleasure is a great way to coax people back into their bodies and, more importantly, back into the present moment. Um, because all meditation is supposed to do is, is not, meditation is not there to empty your mind. Meditation is to bring you into the present moment. Mm. And really we do that through breathing. And breathing is where people, breathing is how we transmit and, and flow feelings. And so if we can keep our breathing open, feelings flow fully and freely. Hey, say that four times fast. <laughs> and pleasure, pleasure is such a great, um, uh, it teaches us to, to get into our bodies to keep too. to keep people in in their bodies because right. um, now people have obviously as you know very odd relations to pleasure and some people are quite it's quite difficult for them to stay present and um, so our goal always is to help people do that without drugs without alcohol um, with excessive amounts of any of that um, so that they can stay in the room with us and have that have that good time I mean I don't know if you've ever done it but I've had plenty of sex where I I wasn't really with the person. I mean, I was there because I was there, but I wasn't there. Right. And there's a big difference, and people can tell. Big difference. Oh, and, and people can tell now. Some people can't tell. You realize, okay, this person is as emotionally dead as I seem to be at this moment. Um, but sometimes a, a sensitive partner can say, hey, you know, where are you really? Um, and that was when I was much younger and new to sex. I didn't know how to do all that. Because, as you know, the sex is a whole bunch of different skills. There's your relationship with yourself. There's relationship with your body, is your mental attitude about sex, is your emotional response to pleasure, and then there's that interpersonal communication problem. And so I was really good at the physical application of sex skills, but I was not good at combining that with my emotional state because I was married for a long time to the wrong person. And so after a while, sex with the wrong person, you go through the motions, but you don't want to be in the room emotionally. Right. And so you're not, and, um, and so that's when you have that estrangement thing going on. So, you know, I now don't have that problem anymore because I, gee whiz, found the right partner concept. Um, and then that, so now I never, I never, I never um, want to be anywhere else but in the room with my partner, you know, because I found the right partner. Um, and that just really helps a lot. So the person that you're also sharing oral sex with is, it's also very, very important that yes, you yes. feel that you're with somebody who you can really relax and let go with. How does that translate to your... They can relax and and let you do it. I mean, again, some people, men especially, have a hard time really letting themselves have full body pleasure because Mm -hmm. that's gay. Um, And so all their pleasure is in their penis, and that's like, oh, that's that's where it's concentrated, but your whole body, of course, can feel pleasure. And that's why I like 
playing with men who can let themselves feel good all over. What's your website, Nina? Nina.com. Nina.com, everyone. We'll be back with more Sex with Jaya. Talk, talk, talk. That's all we do is talk. If you'd like to talk, call us toll-free right now at 1-866-472-5787. VoiceAmerica.com. Welcome to Red Hot Touch. Jaya will be your guide into erotic education like you've never seen before. From her award-winning, best-selling Erotic Touch series, you'll learn touch techniques that will have your lovers writhing in pleasure and more than willing to return the favor. Jaya reveals her secrets for creating unforgettable sensual experiences. Learn over 100 techniques with the complete course. That includes erogenous zones, erotic massage for sexual positions, and more. Visit RedHotTouch.com to order or download instantly. Owen Hodge Show. Are you ready for some football? Well, here it comes. The Owen Hodge Show is bringing you the funniest hour in sports talk radio. This action-packed show is hosted by the outspoken fullback, Big Hodge, and the knowledgeable defensive back, Odie. This show will focus on the NFL, but touch on all things sports. Owen Hodge will provide you with a true player's perspective. That'll give you insight, make you think, and definitely make you laugh. Owen Hodge have accumulated six championship rings, so obviously they know things. Check out the Owen Hodge Show at noon Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern, on the Voice America Sports Network. Owen Hodge Show. Are you ready to grow your business? Listen for the Independent Business Owner Show with your coach, Rick Carrado. This entertaining talk radio program will bring you the tools to help increase your business. You'll learn sales success, time management, lead generation, business development, life balance, and much more. Rick Carrado is here to help you take your business to the next level. Listen for the Independent Business Owner Show, heard live every Monday morning at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific on the Voice America Business Network. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. You're tuned in to Sex with Jaya. To ask the burning questions you've always wanted to ask or share a tip or comment of your own, please call 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. Feeling shy? Send an email to Jaya at MissJaya.com. That's J-A-I-Y-A at MissJaya.com. Now back to Sex with Jaya. We're back. We're talking about oral sex with Nina Hartley. And, D-Love, you had a question during the break. Well, yeah, you, we, we were talking about uh, being, connection, being connected, being present, um, and you do erotic film work, and I'm certain, or I would imagine, that you've had some scenes where you're working with people you don't know very well. Um, yeah. What kind of method uh, do you use to, to get connected with that person? Um, that's a really good question. Thank you. Well, first, I, uh, before the scene, often it's been the case where I go to the set and I meet someone for the first time, and within an hour or two, we are 
going to be doing a scene together, and we both know that. So obviously we start off with the fact that we both know that this is going to happen. It's not like, oh, my gosh, I didn't know I was going to be here with you. So they do know that. They recognize that oral sex is part of it. Um, I always start with the body. I always, besides getting their hard limits, you know, what do you never like to have done orally and what do you love? And if they can give me that, some boundaries or some limits, that really helps. Like, stay away from my butt. Don't go there. Like, good, got it. And so I, and I have no ego connection to their limits. So I just want to know, like a, like a nurse, what are your hard yeses or what are your hard no's that way. And then um, I could always, um, especially with women, I just start with my mouth on their vulva and breathe together and breathe two or three times together and bring us into the same focal point, which is her pussy. And then I just, I just always start with the body and watch and listen and feel for its response and work with it. So it's like a dance. And um, when I can tell that the person is actually feeling what I'm actually doing and not just doing a performance of arousal, but actually becoming aroused, then I know that I've got them. So the technique again is mental attitude and trusting the body. You got to, got to bypass the forebrain and sneak in through the back door, sneak into the brainstem. And you do that by uh, the use of pleasure. Um, so I start very slowly and um, with pressure and very subtle mouth movements until I can tell that she's actually paying attention to what I'm actually doing. With men, it's different because most of the guys get themselves hard on their own. Um, very very few men uh, bring out a cock that is soft. But if it is, which I don't mind doing it, I'll do the same thing. I will touch it with my mouth and my hand in such a way that he can tell that I come in peace, I mean no harm, and I like him. Mm-hmm. Um, what I see people trying to do is, is frantically jerking a soft penis, you know, ordering it to get hard. It's like, no, you must coax him out so he knows it's safe to come out and play and that he knows he's wanted and he knows he is welcome. And you do that, again, just by, by the intention of your, uh, the quality of, your, of the touch. Um, you mainly, how do you do that? Well, you apply pressure slowly until you feel their Kegel squeeze in response, and that's the call and response. You supply pressure and friction until they tweak and twitch at you, and then you drop back, and then you have to start having a conversation. And you can feel with guys, you can feel the blood entering the penis. You can feel it getting harder, even from a standing stop. And... You know, because it knows, okay, it's cool, like, she likes me, I, I can come out and do this. And because uh, penises are not stupid, they know where they're welcome and where they're not welcome, and you, can't, you cannot make them respond to you. You can right. encourage them to respond to you. And this is the people, the biggest, you know, the, one of the worst things ever in the culture is the notion that men are ready for any time, any place. It's like, no, men are human, men have feelings, and their penises are accurate barometers of their feelings. Yeah, so so often my practice, you know, with men when I'm dealing with erectile dysfunction or something like that, a lot of times what I'm seeing is like the women are just bouncing up and down on their penis like a pogo stick, and that's not working. Well, like you said, you have to coax it, you have to breathe with it, you have to dance with it. Absolutely, totally do. But again, a lot of women and men labor under the cultural conceit that men are, you know, men men are always ready. They always want it, and any hole will do. And for a certain group of guys, especially between the ages of 18 and 25, that might be so. But as men mature and become more integrated people, and then, not, and then some men who are just sensitive, this is not 
this is not okay. They, they, need, they need a connection. Some women don't need an emotional connection, and a lot of men do. And this is why, the, you know, men are this way and women are this way is so damaging because at the end of it, we're all individuals. And an individual man um, needs a certain thing and an individual woman needs a certain thing. Yes, generally speaking, men are visual, but um, they're visual in different ways. And plenty of women are visual too, but you'd never know that by listening to the cultural, um, the cultural tropes out there. Right. So you and, – and, but people have difficulty – Connecting on a human level because of their own issues of guilt and shame and repressed trauma, um, received wisdom, cultural experiences, religious indoctrination, um, et cetera, et cetera. So many things conspire to keep people disconnected from their bodies and disconnected from their feelings. And when you are a disconnected person, you can't connect with another person very well. So you have all these um, missed opportunities and missed... Um, communication and then resentments and fears and anger and insecurities and low self-esteem around sex. I can't be good at this. I don't know how to do this. I'll never get it right. Oh, my God. And all of it, it, it come back to the breath. Just come back. <laughs> I loved your visual of just breathing on the, the vulva, you know. I yeah. mean, that just right there just Great. gets me right turned there. on. Cool. And, you know, in, in with women especially, you know, when in doubt, you supply pressure, let her supply movement. Mm. And I put my upper lip and my upper lip and covered upper teeth on the base of her clit at her pubic bone. And that means your lower jaw and lip usually ending up around the opening of the vul- uh, vagina, the vaginal intrusion, if you want to get a little Latin on it. Um, and just so your whole mouth is open against her. And you can still breathe through your nose. It's very important. She can't do this with a cold. Um, and you just breathe together until she recognizes, oh, there's somebody there. <laughs> okay. And then you, and once you know that you're in the same starting point, then you can start doing whatever you're going to do. But start slowly and build up from there. So we've been talking about some just really simple things and sort of the emotional elements. But what about mm-hmm. some just really grounded, advanced techniques? Because I know my listeners, sometimes they say, your stuff is so beginner. So I, you know, I'm going to pull out some advanced things here for them. So well, one of the things I like doing, uh, uh, we have five minutes to break. Okay, good. So <laughs> oral sex on a man. When he is hard, um, I like to take just a head of it in my mouth and unless he's bent the wrong way, to um, increase the angle of the penis to the abdomen. So if he normally sticks at a 90-degree angle, but it's hard if you pull down on the penis a bit and make it like 140 degrees, so just pointing it toward his toes. At the same time, I gently get my fingers, my hand above his testicles, and circle my fingers around um, the top of his scrotum and gently pull down. So I'm pulling down on his scrotum um, at the same time as I'm um, applying steady suction to just the head and suck and pull in the same in the same um, speed. So you're, you're applying suction to the head as you gently pull down on the scrotum, release the suction and tension at the same time, increase the suction and tension at the same time. And again, you do the suction and pulling on the scrotum until you feel his Kegel response and then you let go. And then when he relaxes, you apply the suction and tension again on the scrotum until he squeezes, and then you let go. Um, and that's a nice thing. Some guys, at first, they're going to get really nervous, like, oh, my God, she got my balls. Oh, my God, what's going to happen? And then you realize she comes in peace. She means no harm. I can relax. 
and you go with it. That's one of my favorites. For women, the most the one finger technique that most people do incorrectly with women is to put one or two fingers in the vagina and just frig back and forth, um, which for most women most of the time is boring at best and annoying You're at missing all the erogenous tissue. Well, it's, and, and they're just, again, it's just like the same thing, taking a soft penis and saying, get hard, get hard. It's like, no, two fingers don't feel like a penis going in and out. It can't happen. So you have your mouth on her, on the top of her vulva and her clit, and you're sucking everything in in a steady suction. So it's like, and you take one, I take your thumb because it's stronger. Place your thumb in the introitus with the thumb pad facing her butt, and again, just press steadily down toward her ass. So you're stretching the PC muscle, you're stretching the, the muscles, and that opens uh, the introitus lovely in a lovely way, and you stretch the opening until she squeezes, and you let go, and keep the suction going. So, you, so when she's squeezing, stops. You take your thumb, press open the introitus until she squeezes, and then you let up on the pressure. So when the woman is tightening her muscles, you let go on the pressure and friction. She relaxes her muscles. You increase the pressure and friction. So is the tightening of the muscles involuntary then at this point? So she's um, not doing be- it on purpose. It's just something that's happening as a response um, to the pleasure. Right. Um, so in the beginning, it's going to be in response to the pleasure. And then when she realizes, oh, you're paying attention to what her body's telling you, then you can start having a deliberate conversation where she's consciously using her kegels to talk to you about when to increase pressure, when to let it go. And, again, that feels much more like fucking than two skinny fingers sliding in and out of the opening, which doesn't, it's annoying. Gross. <laughs> I second that. And we have to go to break, I know. Um, so your website, Nina.com, can people get, you have an oral sex video, don't you? I do. Um, you can get, you can buy the video um, through AdamEve.com, Nina Hartley's Guide to Oral Sex, and it's really good. It's a really good video. It's the first one I made. Um, oh, wow, your first video. No, the, the first uh, educational video I made was right. oral sex. That's basic. I, I said every day someone turns 18 and needs to know this. Um, <laughs> and uh, the heritage style is old-fashioned, but the information is still um, right up to date. Great. And can they find techniques like what you just talked about? Um, I don't know if I developed that one 15 years ago. Um, <laughs> but you will see have evolved. Yes. Uh, it's evolving, you know, my technique. Yeah. So Nina.com, everybody, I encourage you to go to the site, or you can also get her videos at adamandeve.com. Um, and uh, just another little shout-out to adamandeve.com as a thank you Absolutely. for sponsoring this show. Oh, that's wonderful. Now, they, uh, they had great foresight um, to do these tapes. I'm very proud of them. I'm very happy that they asked me to do it. Yeah, it was something very, very needed. We needed erotic educational films that, that show these things. We'll need, a, we'll need a sequel to your oral sex video since it's so many years later and you have new techniques. There you go. <laughs> All right, what? we'll be back. Sex with Jaya. Talk, talk, talk. That's all we do is talk. Yeah! If you'd like to talk, call us toll-free right now at 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. That's it. That's it. VoiceAmerica.com. 
Welcome to Red Hot Touch. Jaya will be your guide into erotic education like you've never seen before. From her award-winning, best-selling Erotic Touch series, you'll learn touch techniques that will have your lovers writhing in pleasure and more than willing to return the favor. Jaya reveals her secrets for creating unforgettable sensual experiences. Learn over 100 techniques with the complete course. That includes erogenous zones, erotic massage for sexual positions, and more. Visit RedHotTouch.com to order or download instantly. Fellas, are you looking to spice things up in the bedroom? Been fantasizing about surprising your lover with an adventurous new toy or adult movie? Well, here's an offer you won't be able to resist. Go to AdamandEve.com, and for a limited time only, you'll get 50% off just about any item. But that's not all. Oh, no. When you select your one item at 50% off, you'll also receive three free adult DVDs for a little inspiration. Plus, a free extra gift so sensual, we can't mention it on the radio. And to top it off, we'll even throw in free shipping on your entire order. And no, we're not teasing. So check out adamandeve.com today for this special offer. Get 50% off one item when you type Jaya for the offer code upon checkout. When you do, you'll get three free DVDs, a free extra gift, and free shipping. Just use offer code J-A-I-Y-A at adamandeve.com. Total career success. What does it mean to you? Voice America presents a radio program dedicated to help you achieve your career goal. Even in times of economic uncertainty, you can achieve your financial goals. Whether you're a college grad, new in the working environment, or a top-level executive, you will benefit from the practical and proven advice on job search and career advancement. Join Ken and Cheryl Dawson every Monday at 9 a.m. Pacific, noon Eastern, for Total Career Success on Voice America. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com You're tuned in to Sex with Jaya. To ask the burning questions you've always wanted to ask or share a tip or comment of your own, please call 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. Feeling shy? Send an email to Jaya at MissJaya.com. That's J-A-I-Y-A at MissJaya.com. Now back to Sex with Jaya. A question through email coming in, and it's it's from a guy who says, "I don't like the way my girlfriend tastes or smells, but I love giving oral sex. What should I do?" Ay 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 ay. Well, first, um, besides that delicate conversation you have to have with her, because how personal is that? Um, right. And without shaming that, her, exactly without shaming her and making her feel ugly and, and unattractive, um, which is so hard to do. But he. She needs, she needs to find out, does she have a low-level um, disease process going on? Does she have mild uh, bacterial vaginosis? Is there, you know, is she wearing non-cotton underwear? You know, so to make sure that her health is good and her hormones are balanced. Um, often women who smoke cigarettes can have a very bitter taste. Um, but again, you know, it's, taste is so subjective. 
um, I might meet this woman at a party and think she tastes and smells amazingly sexy. So if it turns out that there's no, if it turns out that there's no disease process going on, then she needs to be extra, extra freshly washed. No douches, no flavored douches, no scented douches, no wrong, eh, don't do that. But and the outside of her needs to be as fresh clean as possible so she smells like soap. So like and, oral sex in the shower might be a good idea for them. Um, well, then you, you know, oral sex in the shower and they start drowning. I mean, it's, um, <laughs> but, but, but he may want, he may want to make sure that she is freshly bathed. And that's also what baby wipes are good for. Thank God for baby wipes. They're good for babies and they're good for adults having sex as well. Um, so if her vulva is particularly clean when they start and it does taste like, smells like soap, then you just power through it. You know, get into, I've, I've gotten past lots of tastes and smells I didn't love because I loved doing oral sex. And once I got into it far enough, I didn't, didn't, I didn't care anymore. Yeah, you um, say that often, D-Love. Like, at first, it's a little strong, but then once you get yeah. going... Yeah, then it, it totally disappears. Yeah, yeah, and that disappears because you've eaten it. She <laughs> <laughs> right. can certainly help her case out by starting off super-duper freshly washed. Um, how to have a conversation, golly gosh, I don't know, because this is where being a sex worker is nice because you can be so blunt. Go right. wash that thing. You know, I wouldn't do that. <laughs> And also in porno, people come to the to the set. I mean, they come on, they, they shower at home, but they also almost always baby wipe again before the scene starts because they're so conscientious and they so don't want to be, you know, people to gossip about them as not being tasty and clean. So they're very, very conscientious. Civilians, that's a little different. Um, she could also maybe trim her hair because hair is a great um, odor and flavor saver. Uh, but mainly freshly washing before sex is the best way to, to get over that hurdle. And we have a Twitter question, D-Love. And she does have to do plain water only, plain tap water, nothing scented, no perfumes, because that will definitely yep. get I love that line from the vagina monologues. Yeah. I wanted it to taste like at a garden, you know. If I go to the restaurant and I want fish, I'll order the fish. <laughs> I want, you know. So true. It's so true. <laughs> uh, so, Twitter question. We Somebody wants to get a little personal, find out uh, what Nina, what adult game would Nina suggest to start off a rousing evening? Do you prefer one-on-one or group games? Well, I like one-on-one sex and I like group sex, so those are two different things. Um, honestly, Mike, I'm I'm not a huge game player because I've always been so upfront about my desire for sex. So when I'm alone with a partner, um, I like necking and petting and looking at smut. You know, I like uh, I like drawing, so that we have a nice collection of um, art books and art porn um, or explicit drawings as opposed to videos or photographs. So I'm not a huge game player. And then, of course, in a group situation, there's always the, um, oh, no, the wet boxer short contest, apparently. I, I'm, I'm really lousy at this, actually, and I re- realize now because I'm so not conventional, I sort of don't have a clue. It's like we all decide we want to have sex, right? So there are also really great board games. Adam and Eve has a great selection of games. There's... You know, there's truth or dare, and there's sexy card games you can buy. There are board games with, you know, roll the dice. There are dice games where you can, you know, kiss a body part. I mean, so there's plenty of games out there designed to get a couple or a group of people more relaxed and out of their clothes. I would say go there because I have 
none of my own because I'm already there. This is not <clears> bad. Right. I have no, it's like, or, um, or, um. <laughs> <laughs> so, Nina, do you have any events coming up or any new videos coming out? Anything um, you can let us know about, especially educationally? Um, coming soon from Sweetheart Productions, probably early next year, is Nina Loves Girls 2. Great cast of people. Oh, my God. Justine Jolie, Dia Zerva, Sid Blakovich, and, um, oh, gosh, oh, gosh, another really, oh, um, <laughs> oh, sorry. It's a blank. She's old. She's 19. Did you have her, your mouth on her vulva? Yeah, I don't, totally all of them. Um, <laughs> and, uh, and then early next, uh, on the 6th, uh, 5th, oh golly, the first Friday in October, I'll be in Orlando at a store there, and on the next day, I'll be in Tampa at a store there. On goodanina.com, I'll have that information up. Uh, shortly, and then in December fourth, uh, fifth, and sixth, I'll be in Atlanta, Georgia. Um, so, if any of you people are listening from Atlanta, Tampa, or Orlando, I'll see you in person very shortly. And then, of course, the AEE, the uh, adult show in Vegas in January, yep. and I'll, I'll be there, there too. Oh, good, cool, Amundo, and I'll, <laughs> I'll, I'll see you there. Right? Um, I can be I can be broadcasting from there, or is your show? You know, I think uh, I probably will do a show because we have it every Friday, so there probably will be a show that that uh, as an event. Yay! Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, Nina dot com. I, I do a live web show um, every Wednesday night, seven o'clock uh, California time, seven to eight live. I have a guest next week, Paris Kennedy. Um, so that's a, that's where people can see me um, every week. If I'm like, either you can get do it get to my show by joining Nina dot com. Or you can go to cams.com, C-A-M-Z.com, and join there. Great. So thank you so much, Nina, for being on the show. It was really wonderful getting to know you and have you on. If you want to have me back, I'll come back, darling. Great. (laughs) And thank you, D-Love, as always, for being my my consort and co-host. And uh, I'm excited to try some of these techniques that Nina was talking about. Oh, <laughs> just go have fun with this. And you can't go wrong. That's what I've always discovered. If you're really enjoying yourself, your partner will be too. It's Unless true. Unless you're too it's drunk so to be true. having sex. You know, emotions are contagious. And so if you let your enthusiasm really come out, your partner will appreciate it and recognize it and respond to it. Mm, wonderful. Thank you so much. For more information, I'm actually going to write a little blog and uh, share more about Nina and my experience here uh, doing this interview at redhottouch.com or newworldsexeducation.com or missjaya.com. You can go to any of those sites. They'll all take you to the same place. Um, And we have our new site up, so I'm really, really excited about that. And uh, our new release, The Art of Female Self-Pleasuring, is now available for digital downloads. You can go to newworldsexeducation.com, redhottouch.com, missjaya.com to see any of those. And we'll have a pregnancy series out uh, probably next month. So look for that. Great. Thanks so much, Nina. It's been so fantastic. And I really look forward to knowing you more. And I'll see you at A&E. Thank you so much. And it was lovely. And you have a great weekend. I've enjoyed sex with Daya. I always enjoy sex with (laughs) 
you have been listening to Sex with Jaya. For more, you'll have to tune in next Friday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Time to the Voice America Variety Channel. Now, make it the best weekend ever with tips you've learned from today's show. Thanks again for joining us. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.